how do you do? This is my podcast and it's just for you. It's called Tent Talks and it's a Lord of Shame. But I hope you'll enjoy it because I've kept it light. It's 30 minutes long and all about inside the people, the places, and the borough pride. Hello, ladies and maras. Yeah, thank you for uh, tuning back into me, uh, me episode two of TED Talks, uh, recorded in conjunction with Butterfan TV and Shoe Comedy. And and thanks again to everyone who listened to me first episode. It was a bit shit in places, but I've had some good feedback, so I'm going to continue and I'm going to do some more of them for you tonight. You know what I mean? Because uh, well, I've got no else to do. I'm on the door, aren't I? So. So it goes. Anyway, I've got another action-packed show for you today. We're going to have some more discussion around the uh, the mighty butter and uh, the lads being back in training and that. Uh, the uh, the chubby waiter has gone from Newcastle. We're going to discuss that, and then we're going to have a few celebrity guests and uh, you know a few more key features like the hit cop drama Mara. So uh, you know it's all going to be great. It's going to be proper class, man. I swear down. I I, I hope you enjoy it, like. In the studio with me today, I've got uh, me, me good friend, me good pal, me good Mara, uh, Middlesbrough comedian, Jim McMaster. Hello, Jim. How you, Ted? How are you doing? I'm, I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. What have you had for your tea tonight? Anything nice? Uh, I had uh, chicken nuggets and waffles. Chicken nuggets and waffles. Bloody hell, eh? Yeah, potato waffles. <laughs> potato waffles. Yeah, not the American waffles, you know. Not the ones you you treacle syrup all over. Not no, them not them ones. No, I'm not. I'm not fancy. Good. <laughs> just it'll just shit on your potatoes as well, yeah, won't well. it? Uh, well, anyway, mate, I thought we'd have a little chat about uh, uh, the butter last week. The back in training. You're a big butter fan yourself. I am, yeah. um, did Did you see the footage of Woody lent against the wall, just watching them all like a pervert doing squats and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, he looked like uh, one of the lads that used to hang around out of school. I say lads, but uh, he was like a fifty-five-year-old man. All oh, right, um, you, was that the one? No, I was going to say that's the one you used to go out with, didn't it? But, uh, <laughs> we won't go into that. We won't go into no, that. Those were just rumours. <laughs> All right, you just used to walk it to school and all that. Right, okay. Uh, so it got me thinking, right, um, when, when I was at school and I used to play football at a very decent level and, you know, I did play against Woody a couple of times and, uh, you know, he was fucking six foot three from the age of 12. You know, he's one of them. I remember getting in the shower and looking down going, bloody hell, he, he had pubes. I didn't get mad until I was 23. So anyway, I'm digressing. Uh, we're talking about uh, some of the, uh, the, the the. Did you used to do like shuttles? Uh, where you run to, like a halfway line and back again. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then like some, you'd have some some daft bastard go. Where I shout one, put your right hand on the floor. Where where I shout two, put your left hand on the floor. Where I shout three, don't jump up and do a big grunt and do whatever. Did did you ever have to do that, Chip? I did, but what I used to do was I'd, I'd do a couple and then I'd feign an injury and then just sit out and watch everyone else sweat like maniacs. <laughs> it's a good technique, that, yeah. Yeah. It is. I'd, I'd run a little bit and then go, oh, oh, my calf. Oh, oh. No, I've, I've felt something twinge there. And then go sit down and then just watch everyone for the rest of the afternoon. I used, I used to do the exact same thing on the bleep test. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, same with the bleep test as well. Yeah. The bleep test, you know. I know, they're horrible, weren't they? As soon as it got to level two, I was blowing up my ass, so I was looking for excuses, you know, like, ah, ah, there's a wasp, you know, something like that. Level two, that's piss power. I'm fat as fuck, and I even I can do level two now, Ted. That's embarrassing. Yeah, well, I reckon I can get past level two now, Jim, you know what I mean? I'm, uh, I'm, I've got athletic calves, um... And uh, I'm used to being chased for the ladies. So, uh, you know, I've built up my endurance over the years. Uh, ah, but, yeah, okay. no, I, I reckon if I'd have put the effort in, though, I could have got to at least level 14 because, uh, you know, there was no... On me, Jim, I was like a whippet. Uh, I used just used to live off uh, turkey dinosaurs and my um, mum's tit. That's, that's the only thing I had in the house to eat and drink. Uh, I mean... I mean, looking at you now, Ted, I mean, you're built like a racing snake. There's not an inch of fat on you. A racing snake? Yeah, not an ounce of fat on you. Have you, have you, ever, have you ever raced a snake, Jim? Um, I've run away from one, but uh, that was a different story altogether. I have, yeah. I used to have a pet snake, and uh, it got out. And it hadn't been <laughs> it hadn't been fed for a couple of days because it had escaped. Um and I found it and it was a bit peckish and it sort of like lunged at me. And so I ran and did a little girly scream and legged it a couple of steps okay. before gathering me. I mean it was it was only a two foot uh corn snake, but still, you know, you don't want a snake lunging at you. But Jim, I t- mate, I'm scared of fucking worms. So if a snake came flying at me, I'd shit myself. I thought you were going to tell me some funny story there about how you're in, 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 in an all-male sauna. But uh, no, it was a genuine snake story. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's a gen- genuine snake story, yeah. <laughs> what, right, do you remember this one, right? I don't know if you, you did this, but uh, in my footy team, to build up leg muscle strength, particularly on the quads, what they used to do is they used to make us sit against the wall, uh, not on a chair, in an imaginary chair. So basically we were just squatting in the air, leant against the wall until your legs burnt like mad. I do remember that one. Um, however, I used to do kickboxing and stuff like that when I was uh, younger. And we used to do it without the wall. We had to squat down and just stay squatted for, you know, 30 seconds at a time and stand up for 30 seconds, squat back down for 30 seconds. And by the end of it, your calves and your legs are just burning. Isn't that just Cossack dancing, Jim? <laughs> well, there was a Balaiki player there, but... Uh... Hey, 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 hey! <laughs> you should have stuck at it, mate. That looked great on stage for your sets. That's just coming on stage to Rasputin or something. <laughs> it, it would have, but uh, I don't really fancy wearing a big, heavy, you know, bear hat on on my head. So it's, it's quite hot under the lights. I've I've seen I've seen your bushy bushy do as well, mate. So the last thing you want a hat on top of that, mate. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, anyway, that I suppose uh, what I'm getting at is it looked like the lads were trying hard in this training for a, a first few sessions back, and I was impressed. And then somebody put something online of saying, uh, "Well, welcome to the butter, Robbie Keane," and it was a picture of Robbie Keane and and his bird. And his birds are right tasty bit of flange. Did you see her? I didn't. Uh, but now that you've mentioned it, I'm going to have to look it up. Look it, look it up, mate. Look it up. Honestly, I hope she's going to be at them butter matches because I'm going to be 
proper staring at her naughtily with my daft eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, is she better looking than uh, Mrs. Carrenbaugh? Do you remember her? Oh, that. Oh, she, Adriana. Yeah, Adriana, the uh, Wonder Bra model. A Wonder Bra model. Oh, yeah, I remember. I remember. I seen Christian Carrenbaugh, and he was uh, he was shopping around House of Fraser with her in in Buddha. And uh, I was testing out the uh, the latest dupe um, um, because, you know, I like to smell nice and fragrant for the ladies. And uh, he walked past me and, you know, at, th- at first I thought it was Aswad because uh, I wasn't too clued up on who Christine Caranville was and I'd just seen the dreadlocks. And I suppose if it's stereotypical of that me, isn't it? But uh, that's how I roll. And then I seen this nice bit of fluff behind him and uh, I, I, I recognised her from the, from the uh, the bra adverts instead of him, and I should know who he is because he played for the Borough. But uh, yeah, she she was well nice. So I, I followed him. I followed him all the way down to the Ben Sherman department, and uh, Christian Carnival bought uh, two shirts and a, and a nice pair of shorts. Oh, that's, that's good of him. So, uh, did you did you get the restraining order lifted eventually, or? I did eventually, yeah. I did eventually, yeah. And uh, I, uh, I moved on to uh, Nick Barmy's wife and, uh, and then I sold him. <laughs> so uh, anyway. I enjoyed that little bit of crack we had there about that, Jim. And, uh, you know, another thing that made the news last week, which uh, really made me piss my pants with laughter, is those, those silly Geordies have let one of the best managers in the world kept that club afloat on a budget no bigger than Big Fat Julie's uh, doll. And he kept him in the Premiership on that. You know, he's won Cups, he's won European Cups with with Liverpool and, and, you know, he's managed Chelsea and fucking Real Madrid and Inter Milan and all these great teams and Newcastle because Mike Cashley probably wants to save a few quid. Uh, on his salary and bring in Gary Spunk or someone like that. Just let him go. That really tickled my feathers, that, mate. What do you think about uh, that? Yeah. Uh, they have a habit of shooting themselves in the foot, them, don't they? I mean, let's be honest. They're fucking stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they yeah. are, man. Do you know what? I bet he walked away with a free Sports Direct mug, though, because every fucker gets one of them. Oh, no, you have to pay for them, don't you? He got tricked. Oh, there you go, Rafa. Ease, ease, ease your lock stuff out your locker. Just sign there, please, and give us a pound. <laughs> he walks away with a big, big mug. Griff, oh, I, I have, a, I have a coffee in them in the morning. I've got a Sports Direct one, and I know this is going to pain you to hear. I've got a Newcastle United one. However, that's just because my wife's a Geordie, you see, and I don't even touch that one. I won't have anything to do with that. I don't even like having it in the cupboard. Have you never? I mean, have you never thought about curling the shit out in it? Well, she tends to drink out of it, and to be honest, she can leather as our wife. So I, 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 I don't think I'd, I mean, like I say, she's a Georgie, so you know the start and drinking on the Brunel up there at like six months old, the wean them on it. Ah, uh, right, yeah. Yeah, well, that's 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 fair enough. I mean, she's Andy with a fist, you know, like all Georgies, you know, uh, they like that, you know. Has she ever knocked a large animal out? Um, she did want to punch a pony. Um, she, she couldn't get near the police or someone had already decked that. Um, but yeah, the, the, yeah. the pony in the field after lost to Sunderland again. 
so she sparked a pony out. That's good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I once did a suplex on a on a on a Shetland pony, and uh, I, well, I tried. I couldn't lift it. You know, deceivingly heavy. Yeah, yeah. I, well, they've got a low centre of gravity, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Look, so I just pulled it there. <laughs> so Rafa's gone. Gary Spunk has been linked to the uh, the Newcastle job. Gary Spunk, who the, the man who uses one agent for all his transfers, uh, who's just been sacked for that very reason. Him and Mike Tashley are going to go very well together, aren't they? Yeah, the, uh, uh, I don't know how much I can say on this, but obviously, you know, there's something dodgy going on with the pair of them in there. You know, uh, Gary and his agent, and of course, you know, Mike actually, I mean, he's got to be the most hated chairman in the Premier League, hasn't he? When you, when you said when you said something dodgy going on with them, I thought you were going to say like they were bumming or something like that. Well, you never know. You never know these days, Ted. Maybe that's how he got the job. Maybe Rafa wouldn't put out. Possibly, possibly. I mean, he's always uh, struck mm. me as a, a man of distinction, Rafa Benitez, you know, so maybe he wouldn't put out, but Gary would. It's a good thought, anyway. Um, right, well, thanks for that, Jim. Uh, okay, we're now going to have a look at this. Right, so I've uh, I've still got uh, I've still got Jim McMaster, Middlesbrough comedian, with me here. Uh, Jim, right? I've been thinking about this the other day when I was on the toilet having a big poo because I, I do that a lot. I think about random stuff. Who who would you say is your favourite Middlesbrough player or players of all time? Personally, for me, excluding little Janino because he's everyone's favourite, so you can't have him. Right? Uh, I I was a big and I was a big fan of Vladimir Kinder because uh, I liked his. He had he had a proper good left foot on him, and I liked his little little dark curly pervy thing he had as well. He looked a bit like Lovejoy to a certain extent. I quite like that. Well, man, uh, I've got a soft spot for Robbie Musto. Robbie Musto, he, yeah. yeah, I think he was a brilliant player for us. Um, absolute bargain as well, um, and. Also, I've got to say, uh, Gary Pallister as Big well. Big Pally. Yeah. Um, I used to um, wash his car when I was a kid, uh, and he always used to give us a big tip. Oh, did he? <laughs> <laughs> not in that way. Not in that way at all. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he always used to give us a big tip. There was a load of borough players who used to live in Ingleby Barwick. Uh, uh, when I was a kid, Stuart Ripley was there, Gary Pallister was there, Bruce Riock. Uh, there's another, they all sort of like lived in two streets next to each other. That's mad, that because uh, around the corner from me, uh, Jaime Moreno moved in on Westbury Street in Thornaby, right. And uh, I remember when the Borough signed Jaime Moreno and I went to watch him um, have his debut at Billingham Synthonia uh, and it was one of like Robbo's first pre-season games and he just signed this Bolivian attacking force, Jaime Moreno. And he, he didn't play, he sat in the stands and he wouldn't sign autographs or anything, the little shit. <laughs> but I remember, I remember that, uh, yeah, I, I, I used to walk down to uh, Bell Stores, which was, was, was right next to his house and when he was out training, his sister lived with him and she, he used to sit on the doorstep, right? And his sister was a nice, nice bit of flange, I've got to say. And uh, she used to try and entice, entice fellas into the garden for a cup of tea. 
and and you know she nearly got me into the garden as well. And, it, and I think back now, I you know genuinely reckon I could have banged Amy Moreno's sister. <laughs> That'd have been great, wouldn't it? Well, depends how old you were at the time, Ted. I mean, you know, it could have been something quite sinister, really. Oh, I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, I probably was. Uh, I don't know. I reckon we were both of the same age. I'm gonna. That's my disclaimer. Anyway, um, I was definitely, I was definitely, I was definitely under sixteen. <laughs> just to make that clear. Right. Well. Well. Yeah. You're getting into a grey area there. Like, uh, I'm not suggesting she was an older lady and you were getting in her grey area, but um, I don't know how old her <laughs> sister was, to be honest. Like I said, I think she was about the same yeah. age, Jim. Yeah. Anyway, we'll move on from that one. Uh, but it got me, it got me thinking what you were just saying there when you're trying to think of these footballers in England, Barwick, who was, uh, or, or as or as I know it is, uh, better Thornaby, um, and whose uh, whose cars you used to used to wash. Um, and it got me thinking about mad players who uh, who played for the borough that people forget about over the past few years. I'll fire a few out for you. And uh, this is a game that I played sat on the toilet card. He never played for the fucking borough, did he? And then I Googled it. So uh, I was thinking uh, Benito Carboni. He did. He played for he the borough, yeah. He did, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was on loan. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know whether we signed him or not. I can't remember, but we definitely had him, yeah. didn't we? And he, I think he was at he, he was at Hull and Villa, I think, as mm-hmm. well. Um, yeah, he was a good player. We were supposed to sign him after the loan, but then we didn't. That was it. We didn't, and everyone went, what the fuck? Why didn't we sign him? And we just moved on. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, next one, Abel Xavier. Yes. Yes, he was a right back, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, what do you call him? He uh, like some type of Greek sea god. Yes, that's what I was trying to think of. I can't uh, Trident. That was it. Isn't it? No, that's, yeah. that's what he had. Yeah, I can't think what the name of the god is anyway. <laughs> but yes, is it, is it Zeus? No, Zeus was the leader of the gods. Uh, is it Jesus? He he's a different god. <laughs> that's all I know. Zeus and Jesus, those are the only two gods you know. Was it the crack, the Kraken? Uh, yeah, let's just say yes. All right, then. Poseidon, Poseidon. There you go, Poseidon. Oh, there you go. You after the Poseidon yes. adventure. Yeah, was he a submarine? He got a boat. No, but uh, he was decent at right back. I don't remember that. Right, yeah, he was. And he played for Liverpool and uh, I can't remember how else. Everton, I think, as well, yeah. Um, do you remember a goalkeeper called Marlon Beresford? I do. Yeah, he was our backup keeper for years, wasn't he? I thought he was actually a decent yeah. uh, keeper, but obviously we had uh, big Mark Swarter in goal. So, you know. That's, that's right. I think I think there was a stint. He had, a, he had about maybe five or ten games running the team, didn't he? And he was doing all yeah, right. Yeah, because he was injured. Um, but that was pretty much the only way to keep him out of the team, wasn't it? Uh, Schwarzer, yeah. if he was injured, he couldn't play. But other than that, he was ever-present. Um, it got, I also started thinking about, uh, you know, players who, who I admired who had nice air as well, because I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, footballers with nice air. Uh, Woody had nice air when he was at Real Madrid. You know, I like that. Um, so... First one that sprung to mind for me was a handsome Irishman called Keith O'Neill. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember Keith O'Neill. Yeah, he had a lovely, long-flowing centre pattern. He did. I remember uh, I uh, I once seen him, um, I think it was in the, the Madison uh, in town, and I, I went, Keith, do you want a drink? And he went, don't find me in a fucking drink, James. Fuck off. So he was quite rude. Uh, well, it sounds about right for him because he, he had a bit of a temper on on field, do you remember? He was always yeah. hitting people and getting sent off. I'll tell you who had nice hair as well, Stuart Ripley. Rippers? He had a good yeah. fanny pattern, didn't he? He did, and it was bleach blonde as well. Proper, like, you know, like the white feather before he came. You could just see this streak of blonde going across the pitch. Do you remember Tarmore Kink? I do, yeah. Good, we won't talk about him. (laughs) (laughs) Probably wise, yeah. Parmore Kinky, you've called him. Parmore Kinky, yeah. Uh, (laughs) He's he's a couple of well-known ones who people forget about. Kieran Dyer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd forgotten about him. Jason Ewell. And then I started thinking about our Australian contingents because uh, uh, obviously we had Schwartz and we had um, the Jones, Brad Jones. Yeah. Yes, we had Schwartz. We had Schwartz and we had Brad Jones. Uh, we had Paul Orkin, mm-hmm. Tony Vidmar, and obviously uh, Mark Paduka as well. Yeah. Big square-headed Mark Paduka. He looked like one of them Duplo men. I know, but you wouldn't like to get it, get getting away with one of his headers, would you? Oh no, I'd destroy it. It'd be like uh, that scene in Scanners where the head blows up, and he'd just be standing there with just a, a smear on his forehead. Oh, lovely! That's a lovely thought, that Jim. Thanks, mate. <laughs> um... <laughs> It wouldn't surprise me, right, if uh, if Keane uses some of his Irish connections to bring in some good young Irish players, and it wouldn't surprise me if Woodgate pulls some favours in off, uh, you know, some of his uh, his famous footy friends as well, you know, who are who are managers because you know he's played with them all. So I reckon we might get some either some bargains or some good loans this season, um, and I think that's what we need because we haven't got the money to spend big. Um, no, so no. Touch wood, we're going to have a successful season. I think we will. I think we'll have a good season. Quickly before you go, then, Jim. Yeah. Um, who, who's who's your favourite pop band or pop star? Uh, my favourite pop band are the Who. Not a fan. Not a fan myself. I like a couple of the songs, but, uh, you know, I much prefer the music of the Out of Your Brothers, to be honest. Mm, that, that is quite stylistically different there, Ted. Yeah, or Aqua. Yeah, I think we both know why you like Aqua. There's one reason, isn't there? One reason alone. What, Barbie Girl? Well, yeah, obviously. Um. Yeah. <laughs> you've, got, you've, got to admit, you've got to admit, I mean, yeah. It's a, nice, it's a nice bit of flange, Jim. It's a nice bit of flange. Well, I'm, I'm glad you shared with me that because um, what I did was um, I went and took my uh, music uh, microphone record around a load of my celebrity friends' houses because I'm well-connected, man. I know some celebrities. And uh, I asked them uh, what their favourite pop bands of pop musician is, uh, is, uh, 
I can't use the right words at the minute. Uh, but I asked them who do they like music-wise, and, uh, and this is what they said. Tom Jones! Well, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Aswat. Yoda! Mmm, like Sting I do. Michael Caine! Well, I'm quite partial to a bit of Phil Collins, if you'd like to know. Keanu Reeves! Well, I like Kylie and Jason. Prince Charles! Uh, one likes to listen to uh, some ABBA now and again. Christopher Walken! Listening is not exactly what I do. I like to rub the record up and down my vest. Jeff Goldblum. Uh, it's uh, it's it's all about the prince for me. Uh, all about the prince. C-3PO. I like Kajagoogoo. Alec Guinness. Oh, well, as I'm a spiritual being, it's got to be all saints for me. Justin Hoffman! Yep, yep, definitely steps, definitely steps, definitely steps, yep, yep, yep. Clint Eastwood! Well, I like Jackson 5 or 5 Star. Some interesting choices there from our celebrity music panel. Well, here he is. Here he is. Now, Bobby, what, what, what are you doing? Hello, what are you I'm doing, just, mate? I just made myself a cup of tea. I made you one as well, Ted. Oh, you made me one this time, you yeah. fucking arsehole. It was hard work last week, wasn't it? Trying to get a cup of tea out of you, you tight arse well, Yorkshireman. I thought, seeing as you're doing this show, you might need to wet your wet your mouth a bit. So I thought I'd make you a cup of tea. I mean, you can't say fairer than that, can you? Let me have a look at it. Hang on. Hang no, on. no don't be having a look till I've gone. Hang on, I'm looking now. Oh. Right, so last week, I, we established that it was just a cup of hot water. This week, you've, you've ripped the tea bag open and just poured it into the water. There's like tea leaves everywhere. It looks like a fucking swamp. It's how they are in Europe, I'm telling you. You need a like bit a of culture. Swamp. You need a bit of culture, Ted, you. That's your problem. Hang on, I'll give it a stir. Yeah. Oh, my God, my spoon's covered in shit now. Yeah. How many, how many tea bags did you use? Just three. Fucking three tea bags. Yeah, mate. I don't have a, I don't have a tea bag budget. You know, I've got like seven tea bags that's got to last a week. Yeah. Uh, oh, mum works at Tetley. She gets them on. She gets like three V's and she and like uh, I've got to make them last. Know what listen I mean? To, listen to me, sunshine. You're doing this podcast. How many have you had? How many views? How many listens? What's what's the, what's the oh! spot? Hundreds, 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 mate, hundreds. I've got, like, I've got people in Dallas listening. I've got people in Australia. I've got people in Grangetown. You know, there's a wide diversity of listeners. Diversity. Speaking of diversity, I'm off to Lou. Right. All right but listen, we'll try this again next week, because I, I know you don't want to be part of the show today because you're a bit of a dickhead. So uh, next week, I, I want a proper cup of tea, all right? 
All right, I'll make you one. I'll get you, maybe I'll get you some biscuits, shall I, and some marshmallows, something like that, eh? That that'll be lovely, Bobby. That would be lovely. You'll be earning your five percent then, mate. Oh yeah, whatever, whatever. Right, I'm off. Right. See you later. Good luck with you, you. With you, whatever this is. Have a good All one. Right. Cheers, Bobby. See you, mate. Bye. Right, it's time for me to reach out to the uh, the spirit side now and see who's there. It's time for me to conjure up a spooky guest to interview. Who will it be? Just wait and see. There might be a massive dickhead. I'll ask them stuff and I'll get their thoughts, but it'll probably mean now to you. Who gives a shit? Just listen to it. It's just a class impression. Right, Matters, I now say the magic words to summon up the spirit. Here goes. Vladimir Kinder, Joseph Job, Clayton Blackmore, Braithwaite is a knob. Who will it be? Oh, which spirit am I summoned today? Ah. Uh, 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 Who is it? Uh, Talk to me. Oh, hello, it's, uh, it's me, Robin Williams. Oh. Robin Williams of of Good Morning Vietnam fame. Yes, oh, many of my films. Oh, very good. Oh, I did Popeye, you know. I, yeah, let's not talk about that one, Robin, because it was a bit shit, wasn't it? You know what I mean? Oh, well, I am what I am, and you are who you are, Ted. Yeah, you need to work on your Popeye a bit there, mate. Uh, yes. It's not quite up to scratch, is it? But, uh, do, do us a bit of Popeye. Go on while you're here. Oh. I'm strong to the finish, because it's me spinach. I'm Robin Williams. Oh. I can imagine you're a bit rusty now you're dead, so uh, yeah. we'll, we'll, let you, we'll let you off with that. Anyway, how, how are you doing? How's, how, how are you doing up in heaven, Mara? Are you enjoying oh, it? I'm entertaining the masses. Happy you're dead. Yes. Oh. Who, who, do you, who do you knock around with when you're in heaven, then? Who's, oh. who's your mates? I'm quite partial to uh, performing with the king. Oh, we've got a double bill going. Uh, which king? Oh, Elvis, of course. Oh, right. Oh, right. Sorry, mate. I thought you meant like King Solomon or King oh. Henry VIII or something like that. I don't know. There'll be lots of kings in heaven. Yes, that's correct. Oh, yeah. You're right, Ted. Oh. Listen, why I've got you, mate, I think yes. it's uh, it's probably a question on every one of my listeners' minds at yeah. the moment. But what's your thoughts on the new Aladdin and the new Genie? Have you heard about it, mate? Well, I have heard about it, yes. It's uh, quite the hot topic up here, let me tell you. Oh, uh, everybody's saying that uh, Will Smith's not as uh, good as me, but uh, everybody's different. I I find Ted. Look at look at yourself. You're you're different to everybody else, aren't you? Uh, I am, but in a better way. You know what I mean. I'm one of yeah. them sort of, uh, you know, one of them uh, one of them humans who, who yes. who's just better than everyone else. You know what I mean. I'm mm. handsome. I'm proper class in bed. Uh, you know, I know how to deal with a really good, strong flange, and a lot of people yeah. are scared by a good flange. Yeah. Uh, I'm dead fast at running. I'm a good yeah. swimmer, yeah. and um, I think that's it, really. That's all you need to really survive in life. Yes, it is. But uh, if you can do voices, then uh, then you'd also get a little bit further, Ted. You should try some voices. All right, mate. All right, let's not ruin the magic of the show there, uh, Robin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And speaking of voices, what what's yes. your thoughts oh. on the Welsh, just in general? 
the Welsh in general. Oh, yeah. Welsh, they're very happy people. They've uh, got a special place for sheep. Oh. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of them, me. Like, I think the talk would be funny enough, but, uh, you know, I just tolerate them. They're better than the Scottish. <laughs> oh. Just just saying. Uh, oh. But I think we might be going a bit racist now on TED Talks. So, uh, well, <laughs> Robin, it, it's been lovely talking to you. Will, you. will you leave me on, like, one final you know, big line from one of your favourite programmes or your favourite movies you've oh, been in? of course I will. I will. This is, this is, I'll put a little twist on it. This is Mog Calling Ted. Mog Calling Ted. Nanu, nanu, you ninny. That's class up, mate. Like, listen, lovely talking to you, Robin. Look yes. after yourself in heaven, Goodbye. mate. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Robin Williams there, ladies and gentlemen, sounding uh, rather, rather... You know, you know, nice. He sounded well, didn't he? You know, good diction. Uh, you know, I thought he might have had problems talking the, the way he died, but he, he sounds lovely. So uh, that's great. Well, more of that next week. I'll see. Uh, I'll see which uh, which celebrity me voodoo magic spell conjures up next time. Nice one. I love that one, me. I love it. <laughs> Right, uh, you'll, you'll probably remember from uh, uh, my last last week's episode where I introduced you to a new uh, cop drama called Matter. Uh, well, it's, uh, it's set in a dystopian future on Teesside where uh, sunbeds and sunbed shops are classed as illegal activity and uh, Officer Matter is enforced to go down and investigate uh, anyone who is operating illegal sunbed activity. In, in this particular scene, he's been called to uh, a sandwich shop in Billingham that is operating illegal sunbed activity, but it's also apparently selling those uh, those little sachets that you rub on and uh, they make you go all tingly and get a tan in that, but it's an illegal substance in there, and when people are putting them on, they're hallucinating and they're doing crimes. So, this is this week's Matter. One man, one teasider, one cop, determined to make the streets of Teesside safe again, Mara. Officer Mara! You need to get your ass down to Revo Avenue in Billingham. I hear there's a sandwich shop called the Munchbox, and it's operating sunbed activity with shady, manipulated, tampered with motherfucking tannin sachets. All right, Sergeant Pacino, I'm going to go and get in my police car and I'm going to get myself down to Revo Avenue and I'm going to do some police investigating and that. Say, ya. Uh... <laughs> turn four, turn four. I'm outside of Munchbox Sandwich Shop on Revo Avenue in the Bill Billog area and I'm going to go in now and I'm going to go and have some words with, uh, there's a very tanned man in there and I think that uh, he's the one knocking out the uh, illegal sunbed sachets and that. Right, I'm going in here to go. <laughs> All right, mate, uh, what can I do for you, mate? I've got a lovely chicken uh, chicken tikka spreading. You know, if you're interested in one of them on white or uh, brown bread. Uh, I might be. Uh, will you put some butter on it for me, like, as well? 
Well, yeah, I can put butter on it. I can put peanut butter on it. Peanut butter? Are you what the? Are you fucking dirty bastard or what? I'm all having peanut butter on a on a chicken tikka sandwich, man. It tastes like it tastes like shit. Yeah, you're right. Like I might have to. Uh, I might. I, I just got a big batch of peanut butter. You know what I mean? So I've just like thought I'd try and get rid of it that way. I'm not even charging extra for the peanut butter. Well, is it free? Like, yeah, it's free. Yeah, yeah. Go on, I'll have a little splash on it. They put a little splash on it for us, man. All right. Yeah, all right. I'll do. I'll do that now. Here we go. Uh, I've got a question to ask you, by the way. It's just like rumours on the street and that. I don't know if it's true, but uh, you're a very tan gentleman and where, I heard you know somewhere where I can maybe get a tan like that. You know what I mean? Well, can you keep a secret? No. Like, well, uh, I'm going to tell you anyway because you look like you've got a trustworthy face. All right, yeah, that's what all the lasses say before they sit on it. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one, that, mate, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Right, well, uh, listen, round the back in the pantry, I've got two massive, powerful, I don't know how many watts they are, but they're proper powerful sunbeds, right? And the thing is, right, I'm also knocking out this enhancement cream, right? And you rub all that on and it tingles like mad. It's quite nice on your goalies, like, you know what I mean? But you rub all that on all over you and you get in the sunbed and all you do is you just need three minutes and you come out, mate, and you are blondes to fuck. Blondes to fuck. All right, yeah. Uh, how much are them sachets like? Uh, £2.50 a sachet. Uh, yeah, go on then. I'll, I'll have one of them and I'll have, uh, I'll have three minutes, please. All right, mate. Well, that is uh, £2.50. That's five. That's six quid for you, mate. Six quid. Oh, six quid. All right, then, yeah. Uh, can I, uh, can I have, can I have your name? Because I'm nicking you, you bastard. Look at that. That's my police badge. Oh, no, man. You tricked us into doing sort of sunbed dealings when I didn't even know you were a copper in that. I know. I'm undercover, Anna. Now, tell me, what is this psychedelic cream that is making people, when they're rubbing it on, going out and doing crimes? There's a fella down the station at the moment and he put some of the tingle dark bronzing one on and he went and punched a bin man in the face. What's all that about? Mate, honestly, I, I don't know. I'm getting him off some bloke down at the gym who's knocking out the protein as well. And he said, here, I've got a big box of these. They're illegal. They're from Turkey. Why are you buying them from Turkey, man? They've got fucking sunshine there. Ah, oh, yeah, it's a good... Good question, that, like, uh, I should have knew, shouldn't I? It would have been dodgy, mate. Honestly, go easy on us. Go easy on us, officer. Well, it's down to the sergeant. I'm taking you down to the station in my police car, but I want that sandwich first. Now, give us it here, all right? Okay, officer Mara, what have you got, huh? What have you got? Well... I've got the suspect locked up in the olden cell right now, uh, Sergeant Pacino, and then we're going to book him and we're then going to like take him a cart and send him away and that. Great work, great work. I want this done and dusted and back out on the street straight away, Officer Mara. 
Well, you're going to have to wait because I've been needing a pool for ages because I've just had a massive chicken tikka sandwich. So I'll do it later, mate. All right, bye. Next week on Mara. Oh, excuse me, good lady. Um, hmm, I can see you stood on this street corner and uh, I'm wondering how much it would be for... You know, a little blowjob. Yeah, you're nicked, mate. I'm undercover. Oh, but you look so convincing in that lovely long blonde hair and small frog. Yeah, I know I do, but I'm an undercover cop. But how much you offering, by the way? And there we have it, ladies and matters, and another. Exciting episode of Hit Cop Drama Mother, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna knock up these scripts, and I'm gonna I'm gonna send them off to uh, all of the TV channels, and uh, I reckon I reckon someone's gonna be all over it, and uh, I, I I can I can imagine uh, Todd Carty from uh, Mark Fowler Eastenders fame playing it's playing matter, but you know we'll see how it develops because I'm not gonna cast anyone just yet because uh, we've got a few more episodes to get through over the coming weeks, so. Uh, uh, I hope you're enjoying it anyway. Yeah, I'm back. Oh, I thought you thought you'd gone, Bobby. Listen, you've, you've run out of loo roll. There's no to do with me. I might have used too much, but look, you need to get proper facilities in here when I come in here. You better not have wiped your ass with your Mac 3 again. No, I use that towel with your face on it. The Ted towel? Them? Well, the Ted towel. Them. The Ted towel. Yeah. Ted towel, yeah. I am selling them, and I've also got my Ted mugs as well. But, uh, oh, God, God, stop going on about them mugs. I've sold, I've sold 15 of them, Bobby. No, you keep saying 15, 15. That's, that's when you good. get to 20, let me know. I will, I might, I might. Well, I will, I will, I know, I will. Speaking of which, do I get a freebie or what? No, because your cups of tea need to improve before you get a free mug, mate. All right, all and, right. Uh, listen... Yeah. You're going to come back next week and help us out properly because you've just I'll been in and out. Week. Yeah, you could interview me. I've got loads to tell you. Right. We'll do a special interview with Bobby Del Vecchio next week. I want some secrets of the music industry. Oh, um, yes. I want, I want some sexy stories and yeah. uh, scandal. Yeah, I can do all that and more. Brilliant. Right, you heard it here first. Uh, Ted Talks Matters. Bobby Delvecchio you're back next week with some scandal. Cheers, Bobby. I'll see you next time, mate. See ya. Thank you. Uh, thanks for uh, joining me on my me, uh, me, me podcast. Um, quickly, before I, I let you go, because I know you died to get the Burger King, Um have you got any gigs coming up in the area or, um, you know, any, any announcements or anything like that? Um, yeah. Um, uh, on the, the second, uh, I'm in Peterborough for Pearface Comedy. Um, and then on the fourth, I'm in Dewsbury, um, headlining that one. And on the 5th, I'm in Wakefield. Very nice. Uh, going back to Pearface Comedy, I emailed him and he hasn't replied to me. So when you're there, can you tell him that Ted Anke is, is going to come and do some comedy for him, whether he likes it or not? I will. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll give him a right good nip and a Chinese burn. 
you'll do that on the wedgies. Right, Jim, thank you very much for it. Good luck with the gigs. Thank you for contributing to TED Talks. And uh, I'll see you again soon, Mara. Ta-da! Bye. Jim McMaster there, Middlesbrough comedian. Uh, I've got a gig myself coming up this week at the uh, the West Garth Social Club in Butter on, on Southfield Road for uh, for Halfpenny Comedy. I'm on with a proper class lineup, like uh, the legendary Simon Lomas and the unbelievable Mandy Knight headlining um, and uh, Cal Halverton in the middle with me as well. He does impressions and that. He's quite good. He was on Brain's Got Talent. Uh, and then you then see Dean's Mowers, who's as mad as a clown's cock. It's going to be a good gig, so just go to uh, the Halfpenny Comedy Club on Facebook and that, and uh, just click the ticket link and get some fucking tickets and that, you know what I mean? It's it's just Friday the 5th of June, by the way, anyway. But uh, that concludes TED Talks for this week. I hope you've enjoyed the show and that. Do, uh, do leave us a review and a message on Podbean, Spotify, YouTube and iTunes, uh, and you can also click the link to go to a website called coffee where you can buy me a coffee and please do because like i said i'm on the door and i'm proper fucking skin tonight you know what i mean so uh, until next time matters keep it keep it moist nice one see you later